0: Uh, hey everybody, uh, welcome to the Just Roommates podcast, my hey. name- Yeah? Are you doing the intro? No. You can't do the intro, Mitchell, it's my job. Well, it's just, you- you were busy. I have one job on this podcast, and it's to do the bloody intro, Mitchell. Okay. Hi guys, welcome to the Just Roommates podcast, it's, uh, me, Gerard, and Mitchell, trying to do the intro. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. Is that it? Is there more to it than that? I don't no, remember. that's all you have to say, but usually you uh, one of us leads with a story. I thought you were going to go first because you did the most interesting thing this weekend. Oh, yeah, I did. So this weekend, I went to Vancouver, which was lovely. It's so green there. Is it? Yeah. It's because it got all the rain. Yeah, it's not here, apparently. Fucking blizzards and shit. Yeah, he missed the blizzard. Yeah. Which I was disgusting. Yeah. Well, I actually saw your post about the blizzard the snapchat on snapchat it's and i snowing. laughed out loud in a restaurant <laughs> <laughs> was it nice there was it warm yeah it was so warm it uh, was like 16 degrees it was beautiful uh, what'd you do in vancouver um we went to see a concert mm-hmm. um i went to see the 1976 and joe rome which was pretty cool i don't know either of them but okay no. No, they're i think they're british bands i think Joe Rome is from the Philippines, but... Is it good music? Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. I don't... Yeah. We don't always agree on music tastes, so probably why I don't know them. (laughs) So, while I was packing my bags to go to Vancouver, I needed to get one of the suitcases from under the stairs, which is sort of just a black site that I try not to go to. Yeah, because some idiot kicked out the light. Yeah. So, there's no light, and you have to feel around in the dark, but... There are light bulb shards <laughs> all over the place. That's true. So you are just sort of Because the Open. idiot who kicked him out never cleaned it. No, I did not. Well it was dark. I couldn't see the light bulbs. <laughs> right. So I didn't want to, you know, lay in there any longer than I needed to. No, of course not. Um we also occasionally have pest problems in this house because it's quite old and we're in a basement. So while I'm under there fishing around, praying to the heavens Almighty that I don't cut my hand open on any glass with no lights because I didn't bring my phone, mm-hmm. so I have no. Where'd you get headlamps? Go should. in there like spelunkers. Yeah, be pretty cool actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm down there and I'm sort of rummaging around and I hear this horrific screeching. What? And all I can think is Jesus Christ. What if we have rats? And I just sort of no, stay still for a little bit. There's no rats. In and Alberta. don't move. But what if there isn't? I've I've met a landlord. It's possible he imported them. Well, he's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> we just don't tell me make it. <laughs> um. So I'm under there rummaging around, and I hear that noise, and I just freeze, and I just stand there, I'm like, maybe if I don't move. Well, you say stand. You're probably well, like crouch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bread eagle Laying on your stomach. Yeah. And I just sort of sit still, lay still, and hope that whatever it is takes mercy on me and thinks that I'm dead. Mm-hmm. And then after like five minutes, I figure I'm okay and I keep rummaging around and it happens again. And I'm shitting bricks at this point because I'm like, I can't get out of here before whatever this is eats me alive. Right? <laughs> and, and so I figure one of us is going to have to kill the other. So I start searching for it. And then so I, I f- find it. <laughs> uh-huh. And what it was... Oh, he's, you've actually got it. Is it a Furby? Is a stuffed It's a stuffed, oh, it's a stuffed stuck- cockatiel. A <laughs> Does it scream? That's awful. Is that from Australia? Yes. They're everywhere, actually. They're horrific creatures. And they're vengeful. Like, mm. they're really smart. Yeah. But... So if you start feeding them... They'll gather around your house in hundreds. Right. But if you stop feeding you them, they'll get vengeful. Mm. And they'll literally rip your house apart. They're horrible things. I don't know why I have a toy of one. And you, were, you kept pressing it. And <laughs> so out. I was standing on it. It was under my knee. <laughs> <laughs> and you thought it was a rat. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't die. But now I have a stuffed cockatoo that I don't know what I'm going to do with. I throw it away. Also, you mentioned we have a pest problem. We, we do not have a pest problem. You have a pest problem. Because you're the only one who ever sees these bugs. I've seen, I don't know, two or three. That actually makes it worse. And he's not wrong either. <laughs> like it, I was kind of making noise. It happens all the time. I'll come home. I'll be doing my thing, minding my own business. And there'll be a, there'll be a bug. And I'll kill it. And then I'll look somewhere else and there'll be another bug. And I'll spend an hour just killing bugs. And Mitchell will come home. And there will be nothing. There will be no bugs. There will be no bugs at all. He says that he woke up and there was one on his face once. I don't know if that's true. It fell on my face, actually. From where? The wall. Why do you sleep next to the wall? Just move it's away. cozy. You're cozy. Aw. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, what kind of bugs are they? Uh, balder box beetles, box elders, bugs, box elders, whatever. They're little, well, they're not that little, but they're pretty small, red and black beetles. They look really cool, actually. Um, and I call him them Giorgio Ramirez. I don't know why, but I do. But there's only ever one in the house. Like, if I see one, it's just the one. I'm like, oh, there's Giorgio. And then Gerard goes nuts and he takes it and kills it. There is... He is right, though. There is only ever one at a time. Yeah. Like, when I spend an hour killing them, I kill one and then immediately find another one. But I never find two at once. So... Yeah, I don't know. I've only ever seen them in, like, this room. Never in my bedroom. Never in the kitchen. Very seldom are they in the other rooms. It's usually just this one. I mean, they must be coming in through the window. They they are. I've actually seen them outside... In mass Significant mass Really? Yeah, like 30, 40 of them What? Yeah Wow Apparently, if you spray dish soap and mm-hmm. water on them directly, they yeah. die I figured out why they do that, by the way Why? So, insects don't have lungs. They breathe passively. Oh, through, through their, their skin. skin. So, you're drowning them. Yeah. So, w- normally water doesn't affect them because water is polar and it's it has surface tension. So, it'll just roll off them. But the oils stick to them. Well, no. When the soap uh, bonds to the water, and makes it non-polar. So, it just coats them instead. Ah. So, it's basically the same as like the difference between getting rained on and jumping into a pool. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it also then, when the soap is on it, it sticks to them instead. So, it's actually kind of like being trapped in a bubble of water until you drown. And that's how they die, by drowning. That makes what I did very brutal then. Yeah. Because I went nuts. (laughs) I I filled the little bottle up and I was there (laughs) for maybe 20 minutes. I was just napalming them. I just put it everywhere. Yep. You can do it with hot water too. Uh... If you get a like a jar of really like hot water, not like boiling, but close like sixty to seventy degrees and up, um, when you throw them in, they will, uh, it cooks them, <laughs> but only a little bit on the outside, and it seals up their breathe holes <laughs> and they die. Okay, well that's really involved though. Like I feel like if you're picking them up, mm-hmm. boiling water and putting them in, they're a other ways that you could dispose of said insect mm-hmm. without having to boil water at all for less effort. That's true. But the way I figured that out is one day I was like a child and I was hanging out with my friend and there was this glass mason jar that was already full of water. and We were using it yesterday for something. I don't remember what. And we had left it out in the sun like all day. So it was super hot. And I was like, ha, I threw a bug in and it like squirmed and then died. And I was like, that's never happened before. So we run around catching bugs and seeing what happens when we throw them in. I caught a wasp and threw it in. And you as soon as it... cricket with wasps. Cricket? Yeah. What do you mean? My dad and I would play cricket with wasps. I don't really know how you play cricket. Well, we would play cricket in the backyard, and we would just be bowling and batting. Like It was just the two of us, so we would just right. sort of batting the ball around. Good father-son time. Yeah, exactly, but... We were near a wasp's nest, as is often the case in Australia. Oh, okay. And the wasps would charge at my dad because he had a big, bright yellow bat. Ah. So what he would do to deal with them is he would smack them. hmm And then I would run after him, and I'd put him in a jar. <laughs> okay. And then there would be, mo- like, two of them in a jar, and then we would watch them spar. Ah. It was gladiatorial. It was brilliant. That's cool. There used to be a wasp nest in, in one of my neighbor's backyard, and he was like the uncle of the, I, the where I lived. The wasp was? No, no, no. The guy who owned the yard oh, that the wasp were in. That makes in. more sense. The The area I grew up in, it was like a cul-de-sac, but it was like all kids, and we were all the same age. So there was like eight of us, and we would hang out like every day, all of us, and it was super dope. Um, And like one of the kids, their uncle lived, was their neighbor. So we would go hang out in his backyard and he had a wasp nest in the ground. So what we would do is I got stung by wasps a lot as a child. <laughs> <laughs> we would go to the dollar store, buy those bamboo nets and catch wasps and like just play with them, I guess. <laughs> but I was the only one who would catch the wasp because everyone else was too afraid. So I would like get them and then like run with a wasp in a net. And I was like, OK, get ready. I got one. <laughs> We would do stuff with him. I don't think that uncle was probably very popular with the other parents on the street. We didn't tell the parents about the wasp nest. and they, They just sort of... Wow, Timmy's been coming home with a lot of wasp bite lately. Maybe there's one in the street somewhere. None of us were named Timmy. And it's not like it's hard to find bees and wasps and stuff. It just so happened that the one in his backyard was easily accessible and very big it was inside a rock (laughs) i mean thinking about it we all actually had spots where wasps and bees would hang out like um my deck the deck we had was originally built when the house was built and the wood got really old so hornets would burrow into it we didn't hang out on that deck very much because hornets we were okay with wasps we would fuck with wasps but we would never fuck with hornets Like, that was too much, because if you've ever been bitten by a wasp and then bitten by a hornet, you know how much worse it is. It's very different. And they're much more aggressive. Oh, yeah. Like, you couldn't even go near the deck, and they'd be out. But the wasps, you would, like, hear them buzzing, and you're like, okay, well, let's just bait them a little bit. And you're like, go near it, and then back up, and then go near it. And you'd get one, and you'd run away, and it was okay. But the hornets, it was like, if you touched the deck, like, knocked on the wood, he would come out. And you'd be like, oh, fuck, Go. And he was very big, too. He was probably, like, two or three times the size. I think there was only, like, two or three of them that lived in the deck. But they were, like, two or three times the size of wasps, so we were afraid of the deck. <laughs> yeah. Wasps get significantly scarier the bigger they get. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember in our backyard we used I to I imagine have- you had big ones. Huge wasps. Because we used to have, we had a nest in the backyard that was like in the ground, but they were like burrowing wasps or something. I'm not an entomologist, I don't fucking know. Is that what a bird's, a bird bug scientist is called? Yes. Cool. Um, but these things, honest to God, they were like four inches long. Jesus. They were ridiculous. And they were like, I remember working on like building a tree house with my dad in the backyard and dropping a nail <laughs> into a little hole. And my innocent little mind was like, oh, it's all right. I'll just get it. And I was like, you know, this is probably a bug's burrow. And I thought about it, and I was like, you probably wouldn't appreciate the nail being in there very much. So I'm reaching in there to get it, and I hear this buzzing <laughs> on the ground. And it's so loud, I can feel it. Like, my hand is resting on the dirt, and I can feel it vibrating. It's beating its wings so hard. And I sort of like, that's a weird little noise. i us just keep going. It sounds kind of How cool. unusual. The ground yeah. is vibrating. Right finally get my f- two little fingers on the nail and I see these two little antennas come out and like touch the nail and I'm like you know what you can keep it <laughs> oh, good. and I called up to my dad on the ladder and I went hey dad and then he fell off and there broke is his a leg huge wasp and I booked it <laughs> and he did fall off and break his leg yes <laughs> for real what yes that, wait that's not the first time he's fallen no. off a ladder and broken he's his leg he's quite good at it actually he's done it more than once Yes. how many times has he done it uh twice okay he did also break his other ankle getting pizza (laughs) for me (laughs) because he stepped in a pothole (laughs) your poor dad yeah he really does a lot of damage to his legs yeah well that's interesting yeah um i want to tell you about a guy i saw at work the other day okay so um the place i work has like a food court that's public like people can just show up and stuff and it's got places in there there's like a lady i get a sandwich from every day she's really nice um but i went to the food court the other day and i saw a fella sitting there and he had not purchased food from any of the available vendors he had brought his own food from home which is fine people do that a lot they'll come and sit in the cafeteria it was not really a cafeteria but there's tables and stuff so you can eat there um And you would expect him to, you know, have a lunchbox or, a, a, you know, like a Safeway bag or something and have like whatever, a bottle of water and a pre-made sandwich. He didn't have that. Okay, he had a loaf of bread, (laughs) a jar of peanut butter, a jar of jam and a knife. And he was making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches like in public. Why wouldn't you just make them first? That's so much less... That's what I'm saying. Packaging. Why was he doing that? to carry around with you? I was just like... I was so... I was like, what the heck? Why did he bring all this crap? He could have just made the sandwiches beforehand. <laughs> maybe he didn't know how many sandwiches he wanted. Like, maybe he was like, you know what? Maybe today is a two-sandwich day, but maybe I'll work really hard. And it'll be a four-sandwich day. And he planned accordingly. Well, I looked at the fella. I don't know how hard he works on a given day. <laughs> exactly hot enough to, <laughs> he probably works harder at those sandwiches than anything else <laughs> i was like it's so unnecessary It's so much extra work to bring that with you and the bread would get all smooshed and you have to bring a knife and then you have to clean everything because he had like he brought like like stuff to put down so he didn't have to make his sandwich interesting that the, you want to talk about extra work for no good reason what do you that's fine on the floor it's there not it isn't though he's talking about uh, the other day there was a spider in the house so instead of like getting rid of it I just put a I put a lid on it so it can't move (laughs) and then because no one can see through the lid they don't know what's underneath it I wrote a little sign that says warning spider and placed it on top just to be clear his plan here is that he's going to wait yep until it starves to death Mm -hmm. and dries out a little bit and then he will deal with it yeah so I don't have to worry about a living spider. <laughs> it's easy. Like, I don't understand what your problem is. Just how ineffective a solution it is. You know what the best part is? It's not even a particularly scary or large spider. I know it's not. Did you look at it? No, I just know that you wouldn't have done that if it was scary. Oh, I probably would have, but then I would have put a bigger sign. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a really big, scary spider and I trapped it, I would put a big sign that says, do not. Yeah, but see... I reckon mm-hmm. that if you saw a big, scary spider, yeah, rather than deal with it, right, you would just hang out in your room for a couple of days and hope there wasn't a lot of food in here. No, because the spider would be walking around, and I don't, I don't uh, support that kind of behavior in my house. <laughs> no walking in here. We drag ourselves everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I do a weird tippy toe walk. He does it's quite creepy actually. It's kind of like a gremlin. Like a gremlin. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well it, we're like 20 minutes in and I haven't told a single roommate story yet. So buckle up here I got a good one for you. <laughs> okay. Um, this one is about Tim Tams. I love Tim Tams. Australians love Tim Tams. Yeah. So I thought you'd appreciate it. So this um this one ha- I have I can credit this person. Her name is Natalie. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> So, Natalie had an old roommate or housemate. They lived in a house. This is a really bug themed episode we're doing today. Well, this one isn't about Several bugs. Several bug at all. story. Yeah, but she's named after a bug. Natalie? Yeah. Is what bug? Nat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, so, Natalie's roommate had a sleepwalking problem because she took uh, some interesting kind of sleep medication. Um, and what natalie's roommate would do is sleep eat (laughs) so she would wake up in the middle of the night or i guess not wake up shuffle (laughs) into the kitchen and just eat all the fucking cookies and shit just all of them and uh she also had another interesting thing where she would almost burn the house down because she would sleep cook (laughs) and then eat what she cooked this woman yeah does more work asleep Uh than i do awake yeah (laughs) the best i can hope for is that at like one o'clock in the morning i get a little peckish and i come out and grab a box of cookies (laughs) and take it into my room and it's never seen again the thing is though is is natalie will get woken up by this woman sometimes because the woman will sleep set an alarm for her food So it'll be like 2 a.m. And she'll hear like, beep, 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 beep. And Natalie will wake up like, what the fuck is going on? Smell something burning. Go into the kitchen. See her roommate standing there like a zombie watching some eggs burn. (laughs) 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 And she'll have to like turn it off and make sure the house doesn't burn down. Like, hey, wake the fuck up. You sleep burnt some eggs again. I don't think you can wake them up, can you? I don't know. If you were asleep and you got stabbed, would you wake up? Well, yeah, there you go. But here's the thing. I don't know how true this is, Uh-huh. but when I was very young, we went on a school trip, and we had to share rooms. This and doesn't sound true at all. <laughs> okay, well, this bit's obviously <laughs> true. <laughs> but um, one of the people we I, I was in a room with sleepwalks, right? And one of my friends who was a bit of an idiot. <laughs> was like, yeah, nah. You can't wake him up because if you do, he'll have a heart attack. That's not true. You aren't. People say you aren't supposed to wake them up, but you can. It's fine. They'll just be okay. like, they'll be confused because they were like, "Well, I was just fighting Voldemort with my my gun knife. Why yeah, am I in this room?" Exactly. That was exactly the problem. We didn't know who was true or not, so we were like, if he wakes up. And decides he wants to stab us in his sleep. We can't wake him up because then we'd be killing him. <laughs> and that's ethically wrong. No, if I'm ever so walking, you can wake me up. he went to sleep and we're all lying in our beds. There's four of us in this room and we're all lying there. None of us can sleep. Because so all we can think about is what if he tries and kills us? And then he rolls over and groans. And we lose our shit. Ah! We immediately all book it out of there. And we go get the teacher. And I was like, we can't sleep in that room because he's going to kill us. I heard him make homicidal noises. I'm telling you, teacher. You I'm telling you. And he and our teacher was pissed as hell because it was 2 o'clock in the goddamn morning. And he's like, just go to bed, boy. <laughs> and we were like... Is this in Australia? Yeah. yeah. And we were like, you say that. But he's going to kill us. So we slept... <laughs> in the living room of this hotel. Like, in just, like, a common area. Like, like all the lobby. on the couch. Just, yeah, basically just lying on the floor. No blankets or nothing. Wow. Because we didn't dare go in the room. And then he woke up, and it was and he was like, how did you guys sleep? And we were like, we didn't. And he was like, well, I slept great. There wasn't any noise or nothing. <laughs> yeah, <You know, shit. laughs> no shit. Uh, no, occasionally I will sleepwalk. Uh, it hasn't happened in a long time. But I do occasionally sleep mumble. But if I'm ever sleepwalking wake me up just poke me in the kidney it's fine (laughs) does anything in particular what what can i use props to poke you just poke me with your finger you don't need to go get something but what it let's i have to get really close i'm more of a range guy i'm not i have an airsoft gun no do not shoot me (laughs) to wake me up that's terrible well you would wake up oh well i would but then i would have the the shit out of you (laughs) well i would have a bb gun that gun only holds six bullets So once you fire the sixth one, then I'll beat the shit out of you. I'll just have to take you down before then. (laughs) Okay. Or I'll use it as a distraction while I run. Ah, doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. And then you lock the door. I'll leave one bullet. For you. Well. In case I get there. (laughs) (laughs) they will never take me alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. If it happens, I'll probably just be yelling about something that doesn't make sense. And he could just poke me in the ribs. So just usual then. Yeah. but I probably won't tell the difference. You're probably going to sleepwalk and I'll just be talking to you for like two hours straight and then you'll wake up and be like, huh. apparently I can talk to people, but uh, I'll put you into the dream and it won't make sense for you. <laughs> I'd probably enjoy that. Maybe. Probably won't happen, though. It usually happens when I read books, which I haven't read a book since the last time it happened. I can give you a book. I'm good. It wasn't very fun for me. It was a bad night. (laughs) (laughs) Because nobody woke me up. So I just (laughs) struggled for like four hours and no one helped me. What do you mean struggled? Well, I was having a very vivid dream, but I was moving around the house. And my parents were like, we shouldn't wake him up. And I was having a terrible time. And they didn't tell me to the next, you had a a dream last night. Hey, it was like, yeah, it was awful. I felt like I was dying all night. And they're like, yeah, you were sleepwalking, but we didn't help you in any way. We just watched (laughs) you suffer. And I was like... Oh, okay so <laughs> wake me up if it seems like i'm having a bad time please yeah. i'll just ask you are you having a bad time and have you just grown incomprehensibly i'll just leave you yeah man okay bye <laughs> <laughs> gotta to go to work <laughs> see ya oh okay mm-hmm. so we stayed in an airbnb while we were in vancouver which all in all i think went fairly well yeah um I've never stayed in an Airbnb. It was different, for sure. It was it fun? Uh, I don't know if I'd call it fun. Like, it wasn't exciting and different in any way. It was just sort of a different approach to a hotel, I guess. Um, okay. <laughs> basically, the way it worked is we had, like, a shared kitchen area, mm-hmm. which we didn't use. Um, and then we had a private bathroom and shower, but they were separate, both from the room and each other. Wait, the shower wasn't in the bathroom? Yeah. So, we would be in the bedroom, Uh-huh. and then we would leave, and we would have to walk through the shared kitchen. Wait, was there like the a hall? bunch of I, th- I think rooms? there were three different rooms. Okay. but we, So, we would walk through the shared kitchen, which almost never had people in it, because whenever we got up, we would like put our ear to the door. Was there and, a like, bunch of people? I think so. Okay. We never saw them, because we were hiding. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And then we would sort of walk down the hallway, and then there would be a cupboard. And if you opened it up, it was exactly the size of a shower, plus a little bit of extra room to walk in. So basically, you opened the door and walked straight into a shower, which was rather small. Right. And then if you wanted to use the washroom or needed a mirror or a tap or a sink, you had to leave that room and go out back into the common area and then... To the left, one door, and then you had a little bathroom. That's because what I always do my hair after I shower, so I'd have to like get out of the shower, dry off, put your towel on, and then go to the other bathroom, and then go into the other bathroom bathroom so you can see yourself in the mirror. Yeah, wow, how inefficient it was! A very it was an odd setup. You know what it it was? It was probably the shower room was something else before. Yes. And the bathroom didn't have a shower and they're like, well, we could fit more people in here if we put a shower in a place that doesn't Absolutely make sense. believe that that's what they did, yeah. Wait, were the rooms backing onto each other? Mm. Like, could they have just knocked down a wall and filled in the old door? No, no, no. They were on the opposite sides of the house. Oh, okay. Inconvenient. But we were adjacent to the other bedroom and there was like a door, but it was locked and there was a curtain that was stitched together in the middle between the two wow so you couldn't see the door okay largely because it had windows in it wow yeah what an unusual place yeah it wasn't bad by any means i quite enjoyed it i guess but it was definitely unusual okay all right that's yeah i don't understand why someone would do that i don't know the weirdest part though was that the only shower That we had access to. I don't know. There might be another showers for other people because it was just our shower. Right. So maybe it was the only shower, but everyone else was banned from using it. I don't know. Whatever. But uh, the weirdest thing was that the first two days um, was okay. Mm -hmm. But after that, I think we got another person was staying in that house with us. And much to our dismay, he liked to sing. (laughs) But he wasn't very good at singing. So, like, we come home from a night out on the town at, like, 11 o'clock at night to drink some wine and eat some snacks. And (laughs) we open the window because it's kind of hot in there and there's no air conditioning. And we just hear this weird sort of wailing. Okay. (laughs) And I'm like, what the hell is that? And then I listen to it a little longer and it gets a little bit louder because he gets a little bit more confident because he's been singing for about 20 minutes now and nobody's complained. And this guy has almost no range and is absolutely tone deaf. Okay. But he is singing it at the top of his lungs. I mean, if he's given her, you know. And fine. he was definitely given her. It was just very odd because I didn't know what he was singing. and It was English. But the lyrics didn't made any, make any sense. Okay. <laughs> and he would consistently be like, like he would idle at can't sing at all. Right. And then he would try to push it, his range, into like a really high note. And it would just get really sort of squealy and it would stay there for a bit and it would just come back down and we'd be good. And I, I will yeah. always love you. <laughs> like that? Yeah. But like at the weirdest times, like 11 o'clock at night, like for an hour, it didn't bother us because we were just like getting ready for bed and stuff and drinking heavily. And then it was all good. And then we went to bed and he stopped singing. And then we woke up in the morning and it was like eight o'clock and he was singing again. Well, all right. Well, if he's having a good time, I guess. (laughs) I have no idea where he was, though. He's just somewhere. Maybe it was a neighbor. Maybe. And he was just that loud. I don't think so, though, because they were Tibetan monks. The neighbors? Yes. What? Like in, not in the B&B, but next door were Tibetan monks. Really? Yes. Did you see them? Actual Tibetan monks. From Tibet? Yes. Wow. But here's my favorite part. Uh Do you want to know what one of them was driving? Yes. It was a customized track edition of Mazda RX-8. Okay. It was so pretty, you have no idea. I have seen there's this scam that goes around. I don't know how popular it is in, in Canada, but I think they do it a lot in New York where a guy will dress as a Tibetan monk, be like, oh, you know, money for the monks, and people will give them, like, thousands of dollars. Just. I don't think it was, though, because there was a group of, like, four of them. Right. Like, three monks and then one woman. But they were speaking what I can only assume is whatever language they speak in Tibet. I would assume Tibetan, but I don't know, actually. I don't even, is that a language? I don't know. Would you like to look it up? Yes. Here we go. Okay, Google. What language do they speak in Tibet? Here's a summary from Wikipedia. Several waves of Chinese emigrations brought several different Sino-Tibetan languages into Taiwan. I didn't ask about Taiwan, did I? (laughs) Okay. So not only was the answer inconclusive, (laughs) it was for a different, but it was for the wrong country. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, we have no idea. We'll assume they speak Tibetan. That's kind of cool, I guess. Weird that he had a nice car, though. <laughs> yeah, that was a little odd. Okay. I mean, the other guys, like, climbed into a real Paz Rig, and he just climbed in his Mazda and was like, off. Yeah, guys, go take the Tibet Mobile or whatever. I've Maybe got he was the scammer. He was the scammer, and the rest were real. The, what, yeah, what if the rest were real, and he was just sitting there and just collecting money? I don't know. Um, I just want to bring it back real quick to pest problems in houses. Okay. <laughs> uh, this this fellow, his name is Jack. And he had these friends who lived in a very large house together. So I think there was probably like six or seven of them. Um, and none of the six or seven fellas in that house cleaned Oh. pretty much ever. Oh. Um, but what they would do was never lock their door and throw outrageous parties pretty much every day or week. As much as they could. Basically, it was a party house. Okay. And they slept there. Um, so one day our fella, Jack, he uh, he goes over because his friends live there. Maybe it was for a party or whatever. And he go, goes into the kitchen to grab a drink. And he sees um, in the middle of the kitchen a bucket with a stick laid across it and then a Coke can skewered by the stick coated in peanut butter. And at the bottom of the bucket was a ton of broken glass. Okay. And he's sipping his drink, and he's like, what on earth could that ever be for? And so he goes to his friend, and he's like, why is there a Coke can slathered in peanut butter suspended over a bucket of broken glass? And the friend looks at him and goes like, we have a rat problem. So their solution to the rat problem was to try and bait them into falling into broken glass. (laughs) But it's not going to be a long enough drop to do any damage. No, it's not. They'll damage. just climb out. Rats are really tough, so they're yeah. just going to make a bunch of noise, throw glass all over the place, knock the bucket over, and the only person who's going to get caught in their trap is their feet. It'll be like me every time I go to the goddamn <laughs> washroom in this house. Step in the broken glass, and they won't clean it either. That bucket of glass will sit there forever. Reminds me of someone. <laughs> the, you're the only one who stepped on glass. Okay, I didn't know it was an issue. My feet did. Well, they aren't my feet, so how was I <laughs> supposed to know? But, no, yeah, like, I don't know what his, his plan was just that broken glass is the way to get rid of rats, so I don't know where his head was at. Maybe I should try that for the bugs. Broken glass? Like, really small bits of broken glass in a small bucket. Um, no. I'm going to go ahead and say that that won't work, ever. The only thing it's going to do is spread glass dust all over a house. Wow. Not well. That's much worse than, like, shards of broken glass, is glass you breathe in and cuts up your lungs from the inside. I'll just stay at my dad's for a few days. Well, where am I going to stay? I'm going to be here, here alone. Well, someone has to breathe it in. Yeah, the bugs. Through <laughs> their little holes. It'll just be stuck to their... <laughs> <laughs> their little breathing holes. We'll hole. just have some glossy bugs. <laughs> they look really dope, though. Why? Because they'll be have glass all over them. You're they'll just making shiny. them harder to kill now. Well, yeah, but now you're going to do, step on them. Because they're armored. You don't want to step on them anyway. You were just complaining about broken glass that you step on. So you want to, like, distribute an even layer of glass among our house by putting bugs in it. Well, they won't come off the bugs once it's on, probably. They probably will. Like well, They'll leave. They'll probably come in and be like, damn, that was pretty unpleasant. I'm not going there again. And then just go next door, hopefully. That will never happen. I'm sorry. You know what? I bet you upstairs has more bugs than we do. Maybe. I feel like they do. I feel like bugs like to go vertical. Well, what they do in the bedroom is their business, I suppose. Well, I, you know, just they're pretty short, right? So <laughs> they'd want to be up high. <laughs> I don't think bugs have height complexes. Well, I don't know. So they could see better. You know, if you're taller, you have a better vantage point. They fly. No, they don't. I think they do. Those ones? I've never seen them fly. I haven't either, but I'm pretty sure they have wings. Yeah, so flying is good for going up. Yeah, so you wouldn't need to live upstairs. No, but they just wind up up there because they're already up there. I think they can control when they fly, Mitchell. I I think it's not like they wake up in the morning. Ah, shit, I'm flying again. guess I'm just going to stay upstairs instead. I don't know. Bugs are pretty dumb. I guess, yeah. I don't think they're going to accidentally fly, though. Well, no, but they'll just be flying around, you know. Ooh, look at me. I'm a bug. I'm flying. And they'll be like, it's time to land. And they'll look for something to land. They'll be like, ah, the upstairs, because that's closer to me than the downstairs under the ground. Duh. Come on, Gerard. (laughs) Okay, dude. I hope (laughs) one day we don't wake up and there's like a ball of a thousand of them in the corner. I kind of hope that they do. Why? I'm going to shoot them. With what? Beepies there's like there's gonna be like what you'll do is you'll shoot them and they'll fly everywhere and then you'll be. but then they'll trouble. eventually come back i don't know because when you kill uh elder box beetles they release pheromones that attract more of them to that place why So would, i'd only need to hit one of them why would that be a good strategy i don't know that doesn't help anybody when i die i'm gonna lure my friends to their deaths as well maybe they're really spiteful bugs So wouldn't they all, like, hang out on the road and stuff? Well, they don't really get run over very often. Well, if they're flying and they get hit by a car, that happens a lot. Well, I I guess. Does it not? Not Have you ever been on a road trip? On a highway, yeah. Yeah. They're not really on highways. Well, they could be. Just saying, you know. The likelihood of a bug getting hit by a car is much higher than... Well, I'm sure that it is, but I haven't been on highways looking for elder box beetles. Maybe they are. Well, they Maybe. Get turned to mush anyway, so you can't really tell what it was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. But I do know that if I shot one in the corner there, eventually they would come back, and I could just come back every day and just shoot another one. You could one. just spray them with the water. It would water. be really expensive, be actually. Yeah, if you have to shoot, like, 20,000 rounds. <laughs> <laughs> B- one M- a day? Should, yeah. <laughs> Bang. Okay, see you tomorrow. <laughs> No, just use soapy water. Get like 50 of them every squirt. That's what I did out <laughs> front. I've already done it, though. Did it work? Yeah. There you go. I actually haven't seen any since. Well, mystery solved then. Okay. So there you go. I went out for dinner while I was in Vancouver. Right. Um, Where'd you go? I believe for this particular breakfast, I went to a place called Chewie's. Okay. Um, was it Star Wars themed? No. Okay Actually And this wasn't even the only place In Vancouver that we saw Called Chewies. Alright But the other one made biscuits I like biscuits But while I was at This Chewies That didn't make biscuits Right I had a breakfast With biscuit in it Uh huh As well as Um the, the most economical Alcohol I've ever bought At a restaurant Right They brought Um Basically they had a special on yeah. I think he just saw me And was just like yeah, That boy needs some booze <laughs> And he was like, I just gave him $20. And he came over to my table with a bucket filled with uh, champagne. A bucket? A bucket. Like, like a big ice bucket with a bottle of champagne. Oh, in it. oh I thought you meant yeah, like a, that he brought did, you a metal pail with a I loose wish he champagne. Had done that. I wish he had done that. I'm not going <laughs> like to lie <you>. Like a ladle. <laughs> That'd be really good. But he didn't. He came in a little bottle. It was really good champagne too, actually. And then a little tiny jug of orange juice. Right. And I would just fill my glass up. With champagne. And they just add a little hair of orange <laughs> juice. <laughs> just so there was a little bit of color. Right. So it's not just straight champagne. So they but, can't tell you're just drinking straight Exactly. Because it was like 10 o'clock right. in the morning. Yeah. And I drank a whole bottle. It's phenomenal. But the breakfast I had was also great. Might have something to do with the champagne. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but on my breakfast. Right. There was a biscuit. A bug. No. A biscuit. Right. Like the kind of biscuit you would have with um, breakfast. Oh. Not the kind of biscuit you would have with milk. Uh, So, like a bread thing? Yeah. Okay. Like the big, thick boys. That was really confusing, but okay. I know. Continue. Anyway, moral of this story right. is that I learned for the first time in my entire life as a 22-year-old man mm-hmm. that there is a difference between biscuit yeah. and brisket. <laughs> <laughs> what wait a minute did you order that thing expecting meat no i was talking about it i was like damn this is some really good brisket and the person i was with was like that ain't brisket buddy (laughs) and i googled it and i was so enlightened wait so you thought brisket was bread and not beef i just thought that was the same thing so what did you think they were then I didn't really think about it very often. Have you ever had meat brisket? I've never ordered brisket. So, wait, if you go to a fucking fancy restaurant and they have, like, brisket, you're like, who would want a plate of bread? The thought had crossed my mind that that was a little odd, but I didn't <laughs> question it because they eat weird. Th- I mean, they eat fish eggs! <laughs> well, fish eggs are good. I know, but it's weird. It is a weird food. We eat chicken so eggs. So, a plate of bread makes sense in that context. I was like, I mean, it doesn't make sense, but I was like, Rich people, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Order a plate of bread. Ooh, an eight ounce bread. Yeah. It's i I'd never personally ordered it. So it never occurred to me that brisket. Wow. And you know wasn't June loves that. brisket. And he asked me to make it. Did you think he asked me to make him biscuits? I don't think I heard him say that. He was like, Can you make brisket? I was like, Yeah, I guess. I probably wasn't listening. Alright. I was really excited for bread actually. Wow. Alrighty then. Well, that's just about going to do it for us today on that bombshell. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you want to keep up with us, you can follow me on Twitter at The Icy Diver. That's T H E I C Y D I V E R. Or you can follow Gerard on Instagram at The Better Roommate, spelt with only one M in roommate, but otherwise it's how you expect it to be spelt if you have any uh roommate stories or uh things roommate related you need advice on you can uh, uh, send them to us at justroommates at gmail.com uh that's also spelled wrong there's only one m in roommates there special thanks to our artist NB, that's e n n b you can follow them on etsy and you can pick up some of their stuff it's actually really cool and i think that's going to do us for day for this week <laughs> so we will see you all next time <laughs>